Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! And belly up to the nine foot homemade oak bar, pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris, Bill is here, Mike's got his guitar. And this is 30 Minutes of Good in a World of Dumb known as Southside Pod. And I have so much planned for this show. I have been working this week on a lot of different ideas. If you are not subscribed, now is the time to do that. We are going to be out with the people in Blue Island coming up here on the 30th of April. And that is going to kick off an entire summer of events with Southside Pod out with you, the people. Spread the word and subscribe anywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. Today, we're going to Lansing to check out a brewery that I'm going to tell you right now is one of those hidden finds that once you find it, you never want to lose track of it. We're going out to Lamont where they have all kinds of events coming up indoors and outdoors as the weather warms up. A couple of really good bands going to be hitting Evergreen Park in the Beverly area. A popular Bridgeview drive-in is moving all the way out to Mokina. Mayfest is on the way for Blue Island. And a meteor shower can be seen from anywhere on the south side this weekend. I'm wasting time previewing it. Let's get to it. This is Southside Pod. On the phone line with me right now, he's been on the show before. It's always good to check in uh, what's going on in Lamont, the hidden gem of the southwest suburbs. And Jason Barry's on the line from Lamont. How are you, Jason? Hey, hey, I'm doing great. We're here in uh, beautiful Lamont. You guys are number 14, I see. Time Out Chicago puts out, like, the best places to go take a day trip. And it must have pained him greatly. Uh, to to pick something that was south of Cermak, because whenever they list the best bars, the best entertainment, the best places to go, everything's north side centric, and and that's just how it always is. But they pick Lamont and put them on the list, so you must be doing something right out there. We are so proud to be carrying the banner for the South Side, and uh, of course, always happy to be on South Side Pod, our favorite podcast. But yeah, we were thrilled to be on that list. You know, number fourteen. I'm going to say it's not in order because we know we're number one in the hearts of the fans. Yeah, Starved Rock, Madison, Galena, South Bend, Grand Rapids, Lamont. Lamont. Makes sense. Yeah, it's one of the best day trips you can take according to this list. And, and why is it that way? I mean, I agreed with it right away. It's a great place to take a day trip. You guys have a lot of really cool little shops that are, you know, uh, individually owned. It's not a bunch of big box stores. You can kind of go along and do some antiquing. There's all kinds of interesting restaurants. You've got, you know, along the canal there, you've you've really made it look very nice. You got Pollyanna Brewing out there. You got the Forge out there. Uh, you guys have done a lot of work over the last few years to try to get yourselves to to be like a no-brainer for lists like that, right? 
Yeah, we have. We definitely want to be a destination. You know, we went from that hidden gem, Little Lamont. Uh, we're still keeping Little Lamont, mom and pop, like you said, but uh, family-friendly place, and people just love visiting. You know, the the timeout picked out those spots. They picked out the Forge. They picked out Pollyanna. You know, the Forge is in the Heritage Quarries Recreation Area. That's 300 acres of trails, canoe, kayaking, fishing, bike riding, you know, all sorts of fun for families. A lot of it's free. Uh, Time Out also mentioned Wooden Paddle, one of our local restaurants. So uh, we're happy to have those partners to help put us on that map. We're really, we're really thrilled. And the Forge, you know, is a big draw. They're uh, been nominated as one of the 10 best aerial adventure parks in the U.S. So you could go on uh, LamontDowntown.com or on our Facebook, find the link and vote for them. It's a vote. We want to make sure the Forge ends up uh, number one best place by uh, USA Today. Yeah, they have a really interesting setup out there. There's so many things to do. And I know my my son goes out there. I'm not sure if it's paintball or laser tag, but he goes out there with his friend all the time. And they've got so much for like kids and adults to kind of do out there in nature. And you've got those big structures out there and it looks like there's zip lining and everything else. I mean, it it's like one of those things you can head out there, find something to do for the entire day, especially now that it's starting to get warm or hopefully getting warm you know it's like that up and down uh south side summer right now south side spring where you never know what the weather is going to be but there's something to do out there they just added like laser archery or something archery tag <laughs> i haven't seen it yet but that's something new and for the adults you know pollyanna does brew a beer for the forge called down the ropes so you know it is a great place to sit down by that quarry and just let the kids run wild and, and unwind this uh, Saturday, they got a big event coming up, a big Earth Day Summit. So it's a great opportunity to check it out. I, I saw that. I didn't understand what an Earth Day Summit was. Yeah, so, that you know, the Forge is very involved. Their charitable arm um, helps restore the quarries, and they have people out. You can volunteer every month to do trail clearing and invasive species clearing. So, you know, being a part of the community and part of nature has always been their, uh, their heart. So... The Earth Day Summit is uh, Saturday, the 23rd. It's from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And all the uh, Earth Day events are free. So there's info about beekeeping. There's nature walks. You could participate in trail clearing. They have quarry camping for kids. And, uh, you know, again, all free. So a great opportunity to, to check out the Forge on Saturday if you haven't seen it yet. And go to forgeparks.com and, and get all the info there. It should be a fun day. Whenever I look at the calendar on lamontdowntown.com, I always see pretty much every weekend live at Digs on Canal. Is that a bar? Is that, is that along the water? Tell me a little bit about what that is. Digs on Canal is a great, another family-owned spot. They actually have two restaurants in downtown. Uh, they have Digs on Canal and Josasimo's Pizza. Lamont family owns it, runs it. They love live music. So it's a family-friendly restaurant. Um, over the wintertime, they had the Digloos. They had the outdoor igloo dining in Budnick Plaza, which is right next to their spot. You'll see them in pictures all the time because uh, the background of that outdoor dining space is a quarry worker mural that gets a lot of attention. But they're a great spot. They have uh, live music Friday night, and then they have music Saturday night, and they also have uh, a Sunday brunch and a Saturday brunch that have music as well. So that's just something they like to do to bring in, and yeah, they, they do it every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, live music. And check them out, too. They do comedy shows from time to time. They got a lot going on. We love Diggs. Great family. So what's the next big thing going, uh, going on in Lamont? Is it the Quarryman Challenge? Is it the uh, the Market on Canal on the 1st of May? Like, what what should people be looking forward to if they're looking for something to do in your town? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention both of those. I'll start on the 30th, April 30th. The Lamont Area Historical Society has a walking tour. 
another great opportunity to come out and just see what, um, you know, our little downtown's all about, learn the history of some of these amazing limestone buildings. We have buildings dating back to the 1840s and beyond. So it's a really a neat opportunity to learn about that, the history of the I&M Canal. May 1 is Market on Canal. Our friend Summer from Mabel's Market, we had, you had her on the podcast. I had nothing to do with it, but I, um, I'm always looking forward to that event. Everybody does. It's, it's a big draw for downtown. 30, 40 craft vendors, all unique homemade items, all curated by Mabel's Market, and as well as food trucks, live music. Pollyanna's out on the street serving. So that's a great time uh, on that Sunday, May 1. And like you mentioned, the Quarry Man Challenge is uh, the following Saturday, May 7th. So that's a 5K and 10K race. This race is mental. Chris, these are people, they start in downtown, and you've been in downtown Lamont. You're going up a hill. And so this race just goes up and down through Lamont, up and down 10K. So you're running up the hill, down the hill, up the hill, down the hill. It is uh, a brutal race, and people love it for it. So the Quarry Man Challenge, if you're up for it, go to quarrymanchallenge.com. I hear that Pollyanna's brewer, Brian, runs this race every year, and Pollyanna has a Beat the Brewer poem where uh, I think if you beat the brewer, I think you get a beer. <laughs> well, he better run then. Or he's, gonna be you, a... he's probably pretty, pretty, pretty good at running. Yeah. <laughs> what about a Jason Barry? Is he going to be in the Quarryman Challenge? You seem like you, you're athletic enough for this, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I'll be passing out beer at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Pollyanna has um, the after party this year is at Pollyanna. And so they're going to have music, food, and it's the grand opening for their new outdoor uh, patio space. So they built uh, a new deck. It's perched on top of the I&M Canal. They have over 140 seats outside now. And so we'll be doing the uh, ribbon cutting and grand opening there uh, for them on May 7th as well. I think that starts off at noon and goes all day. Wow, an exciting couple of weeks coming up here in Lamont. Again, you can check out everything they have to offer at Lamont Downtown.com. It's one of those places that when I go out and visit there, I kind of want to tell everybody, even though I think I've mentioned it on the show before, lots of parking. You know, when you pull into a place like that, the, the way that you guys have it set up when you pull in, you you first look at it when you're first entering that area as, oh man, there's just a little bit of street parking and yeah, it's cool and it's quaint, but like, how am I going to, to, to find a place to put my car? And you don't realize that all of those lots those are all part of the village, right? Like Lamont has all of these free lots, like all over the place. They're just kind of like part of the the background, I would say. Like they they fit perfectly into the scene. So don't worry too much when you go out there. You're gonna find a place to put your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's important. There's free parking at the metro station uh, every day, and uh, there's actually a parking garage behind uh, Max Max Restaurant that's free and open to the public too. And um, yeah, we want to make sure people. Uh, get downtown, park the car, and then, you know, hit a restaurant, hit Polly, hit one of the taverns, hit some of the shops, go to Mabel's, go to Jilly's, One Happy Girl, wherever it is, you know, and uh, hop around. Yeah, and Jason Barry will be there because, trust me, every time you go down <laughs> Lamont, you bump into the guy. I, I think he spends, he spends his entire life hopping from spot to spot in Lamont. It's almost like, where's Waldo? You're playing, where's Jason? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't mind. That's not a bad, uh, bad way to do it, right? <laughs> I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. 
put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Do you bowl? I mean, not not regularly. But, but you bowled before. You've gone to a bowl. You've yes. gone to a bowling lane and you bowled before. Multiple. My, yeah, my wife was is an excellent bowler. Okay. Her, her brothers are even more. They have like three hundred bowls. Are they in leagues and stuff? Yes. Now you've never been in a league. No. Even oh, like when I was one. like little. When you were in little, Oak Forest Bowl. Yeah. Right. So you'd be able to understand what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. And I now play in like a men's club league that is ended by the time that this airs. I would think. I think I'm, okay. I'm right now as we're talking. There's one more week. All right. Okay. Uh, last year, my team won the championship, and now we okay. have to hand back the trophy. And so, like, after we're done talking tonight, I'm supposed to swing by for pictures with the trophy before we hand it over to okay. these guys. I don't know why. I, who cares? Okay. <laughs> like, honest to goodness. <laughs> Every game, I was just drinking and rolling a ball. Like, I, I don't know. Right. You, you, then they count my handicap, and it turns out I did okay. Like, that's right. how it, it doesn't count as a sport unless you're really good. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, here's the thing. We have a guy on our team. Who's really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I've watched him go into the ninth frame with a 300 game multiple times over the last couple of years. And he's got two or three of them that are official okay. in his life. Nice. Okay. He's really good. When he's having a bad night, he becomes a very angry bowler. I think most good bowlers are when they're having are a bad they? night. I think See, this so. was something I like. Look, I, I played 16 inch softball, baseball. Basketball, uh, you know, I was even I was even a hockey player when I was younger. Most okay? competitive guys. All these all these other sports that are contact sports, football, guys get heated, they yell at each other. Yeah, I never thought it would happen in bowling, but well, they had nobody to yell at but themselves. But so what happens angry. is he goes into his his thing where he's walking up and he's in the middle of his motion, and some idiot who's been drinking too much, of course, isn't paying attention and goes up in the lane next to him to bowl at the exact same oh. time. Oh. And he Can't loses that. it. I mean, people have to step in between him and the yeah, guy who did it. I can imagine. Like, it was like he'd ruined. That's bowling etiquette 101. I know that. You know that. I think most people know it. But well, I on never... league night, everyone should know it. Well, this guy didn't know it. That's why there's a league night. So they got to bowl next to the commoners. I never thought there would be fisticuffs at a bowling alley in my well, life. That's exactly where fisticuffs happen. At bowling alleys? Absolutely. They're like the, the modern day Old West saloons. Are they? I think so. If there was a... If there was a a plate glass window and a horse trough outside, they would get thrown right through that into it. So now, what you're telling me is that a bowl, a true bowling alley should have a bar somewhere within the bowling alley. Because I think there's one, I want to say in Tinley, if I'm not mistaken, that has a bar area that actually has the saloon doors when you walk in. Okay. Blue Island's got one, too, that has, like, doors like Eagles. that, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Eagles Bowl. Yeah. yeah. And I think that when you go into the it's bar like they're, area, if they're, they have to by law separate it from the rest right. of the place because those kids right. can't go. Right. No, I mean, there. like right. if you go to if you go to Bluebird Lanes in right. in Chicago, the bar's right out there in the open. Right. Or 103rd and Cicero at Arena. Right. Same thing. So some of them are out in the open, but some of them have the saloon doors. So you're telling me a true bowling alley, <laughs> saloon doors. Right. So the guy walks through is like, <laughs> right. He just right, walks right, through. Right. Yeah. Kicks open. Yeah. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
right. just walks through. Mm-hmm. Like and that's 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 what a bowling alley is to you. It's the no, it's that's a, the it's bar. A wild the west. Alley. Okay, but the bowling alley itself. So is the bar the saloon? And the lanes are the street where the fight breaks out. <laughs> I think so. I think you're. I think that's what we're talking about. Because in the bar, it's like you know, that's where all the the the, the drinking happens. The drinking happens there. And then out then on you the get street. ordinary out in the street, right? And then after that's like you're dueling. After the fight is over, <laughs> you go back into the bar if you I, lived through it. I, this is. I don't know what. I don't know where you're going with this. I. I There's fights at bowling alleys. I just never expected so, like. Actual anger over a bowling game. Well, the guy it was, took me aback. The guy was about to bowl a 300 and some a hole. No, he wasn't. About, no, he was already having a bad game. No, well, I'll screw him then. He was he, having a bad game idiot. in a game that didn't matter because we had been knocked out of the playoffs the week before. We were at a crowded bowling alley one night, and this was at Eagles, and so they don't have like the 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 screens up above. It was like, yeah, that's an old school one. Keep your own score. So yeah. no one can really tell what was happening. And I had a few too many, and it was very crowded. And I yelled, and you know how loud and my voice can be. I was like, excuse me, everyone. I'm like, Samantha's about to bowl 300. She's got one more frame. If I can have complete quietness, please. Did you really <laughs> and, do that to your wife? Yeah. And it was like, she was like in frame six. Like, <laughs> and the bar got, the whole place got she completely silent. Did she hit it? I don't think so. I don't really remember because she was you so angry her, at me. You kind of want her to miss. Right. Because if she hits it, there somebody's going to come running down from the alley to verify the score, and now you're It caught. got silent, though. It was right. hysterical. And she was so mad at me. Oh, I but I be. thought it was just, I, oh, I think funny. it's funny. I think it's funny. <laughs> I would have liked Like, that. people just stopped what they were doing to yeah. watch. Yeah. I, I would have No pressure. It. You got this. If you would have told... If I would have been there and you would have told me in advance you were going to do that, I would have run up like a, like a very interested party that just... <laughs> like, really? She's almost got through... Like, I would have built on that with you. I, you you need almost like a second person in that kind of right, con right. game. I wasn't that kind of the time. Yeah, no, you were. You just Next kinda... time. It is now time for your Southside Pod Bulletin Board, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop, located at 3837 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to give you a better alternative. Check out their full taster bar and check them out online right now at coolcloudsvapor.com. The very popular Duke's Drive-In in Bridgeview is not coming back to Bridgeview. It closed in 2019. It is going, though, to Mokina. You can get Duke's in Mokina starting in June. New management is taking the name and the beef right off of LaGrange Road in Mokina. Look for the same stuff you used to get at Duke's in a very different location. The summer music lineup at The Forge in Lamont is now out and available for you to see. Some highlights for you to check out. June 11th, Super Diamond, a Neil Diamond tribute band playing at The Forge. Two Hype Crew is going to be there on June the 25th. A Lamont Food Truck Festival is coming on July the 2nd. The very good Tripping Billy's Dave Matthews tribute band, August the 27th. And Big Head Todd and the Monsters, the Big Head Todd and the Monsters, August the 13th at the Forge. I think I'm going to that. I'm pretty sure Mike will be going too. Earth Day is Friday, and it's also the day to look up. Well, not during the day, at night. Look up Friday night. The Lyrid Meteor Shower will be happening. It's actually going on right now. You just can't see it because of all the rain. 
Sometime after the rain clears up late on Friday, go outside and check out balls of fire flying through space nearby the Earth. This Saturday in Evergreen Park at 8.30 p.m., go to the American Legion. It's actually a really cool bar, Horseshoe Bar, right along Kedzie at about 97th Street. Post 854 is having Whiskey and Harmony. Country and pop music, really fun band. Check them out. That show is free. And Chicks with Picks at Barocco's in Beverly, Saturday, 9 p.m. until midnight. There is music all over the South Side this weekend. If you have something you want to promote right here on Southside Pod, now is the time to do it. Leave us a voice message, we'll play it, or just send us a note. We will get it out there to the people. Go to SouthsidePod.com. When you grab a hold of me, tell me that I'll never be set free. Well, I'm a parasite. Creep and crawl, I step into the night Two pints of booze Tell me, are you a bad fish? Are you a bad fish too? Ain't got no money to spare I hope tonight will never Lord knows I'm weak won't somebody get me off of this man i have been busy today as i mentioned at the beginning of the show i've been like buying new promotional material not only for Southside pod but for the rest of the podcast on the broadcast basement on demand radio network including socks in the basement the white Sox podcast for white Sox fans go check that out anywhere podcasts can be found and always at socksinthebasement.com but you should see the stuff we're going to have to give to you, the fun we're going to have on April the 30th in Blue Island. Southside Pod going to be at Mayfest right along Old Western Avenue. Kicks off at noon on the 30th. That's a Saturday. Should be a beautiful day. It goes until 5 p.m. Come find our tent. It will be among the 60, 70, 80 or so artist tents that are going to all be part of Mayfest. May polls, artists, crafters, craft beers, good eats, live DJ, music all day and more. Celebrate spring, shop for Mother's Day, and enjoy the vibe out at Mayfest. If you missed the interview with the organizer, John Streets, go check it out. It was a couple of episodes ago. You can get every episode on demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. But I'm looking through the list of things that are going to be out at Mayfest. And I'm telling you, when you say artist, that can mean a lot of different things. I'm seeing like beauty spots and cooking spots and ceramics. I swear this person here looks like a psychic. Hot sauce vendors. I mean, I'm going to be hanging at that tent. And of course, don't forget, they got a brewery right there. They got a couple of really cool bars and eateries. People in Blue Island will be out. It should be a fun time. What a way to kick off the spring if you have not done so right here at the end of April, just before we get into May, April the 30th, Old Western Avenue in Blue Island. We will see you at Mayfest noon until 5 p.m. Coming up very, very soon. Look for the Southside Pod tent. Come by, say hi, get some free swag. One thing we forgot to do this episode, we normally do it early on in the episode. We didn't have a beer. Well, we've had a few beers, but it's time for you to have a beer. 
Let's go to Lansing and One Trick Pony. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. Oh, we are hanging out in what I think is a traditional brewery. In my opinion, this is how I always pictured breweries when I would go hunting for them in my youth. It, it's just kind of like in the middle of nowhere. It, it, it sits like in like an industrial strip. You, you pull up and you're like, am I at a warehouse or am I at a brewery? You walk in and it's just cool looking, man. It's one trick pony. Mark Kokel runs this. And I just want to say, man, I, every time I walk in here, I feel like I found a hidden gem on the south side. Uh, it's like walking into your neighbor's cool garage. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, hey, 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 dude, what's going on? Uh, just working on a car. You want to crack open the cooler? There's a beer in there. Really? All right. What else am I going to do today? Let's hang out. Yeah. It, it, it's like a hangout spot. It definitely is. You walk in. Like everything from the fact that the chairs are different at the table. Not like there's a certain chair for one table and a certain chair for another one. No. It's mixed chairs. It's it's old beer bottles and growlers and collector's items all hanging around the bar. It's it's lights strung across the ceiling. It's the big giant horse that's your symbol sitting there and the, the TV so I can watch a game if I want to and the bar that you can sidle up to or you can grab yourself a stool. This, I would imagine, was how you always thought your brewery should look because you've kind of kept this now for a while. Uh, okay, so to be honest with you, uh, we moved here in 2014. We opened up about a half a block north, or pardon me, half a block south where we are right now. And when we opened up, I, I got to say, I never, ever thought about what a place would look like. And as it turns out, other folks had ideas, and it turned out that we opened up as a hole in the wall back in 2012. Our 10-year anniversary is coming up June 1st. At some point, I suppose I should plan something. But we opened up literally as a hole in the wall, came down here in 2014, and we had folks that were offering time and effort, and we salvaged some bricks and created a bar out of them and created most of the furniture ourselves. Uh, and the, the, the chairs that you're, uh, that you're uh, talking about, eh, you know, they, they come from here, they come from there. And uh, <laughs> You're like my grandmother's bar that she used to have in her basement, like two stools that she got from behind a bar because they were throwing them out and she found them in the alley. I mean, but it works. What's better than leather or what's better than vinyl is black duct tape. It really works good. <laughs> so now here's the thing. I think guys and, and girls that like to go out and discover beers, when I walk into a place like this and I hear they're coming up on their 10-year anniversary and there isn't the glitz, the glamour, and like the, 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 the positioning, like where you're sitting around and you're trying to go for a certain motif, obviously you're surviving because the beer is good. And, and that's that's kind of how I feel when I walk in here. It's how I felt when I walked in there the first time. It's the beer, right? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I have been, I, I got to tell you, I, I get criticized by my own staff about why don't you go on social media and just, you know, pump the business. And you know, there, there, there's just certain things that I, the way I grew up, you know, uh, walk softly, carry a big stick. You don't have to promote yourself uh, that much. Uh but in this business, you do. I, I understand that. And so we're constantly evolving. I understand that. But we're very understated, and it's by design uh, because it's more my style. I am not a flashy guy uh, at all, not a flashy guy. Some folks may say that I'm a bit fiery. Okay, fiery, but flashy, no. I, um, the places I always liked when I was growing up 
once I turned 21, of course, uh, were places that were comfortable to walk into. And, um, and, and as long as you had to squint your eyes when you left the place, it was probably a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, and this is that kind of spot. I mean, you even found a way to put together a little beer garden out here, and it's like it's like my grandmother's lawn furniture is out here with a little fire pit. But in the summertime, I've been here, and, and, you know, you wouldn't expect it, but this place can start hopping. People know that it exists. It's kind of like one of those hidden treasures uh, out here in Lansing. So you started, you've been around here for 10 years. The beer is clearly good for you to be able to bring in people and be around for as long as you've been here. So what are the big beers? If somebody hasn't been here before and they're saying, okay, I got to find one trick pony then, and I got to check this out. What are you guys best known for? What are you What are you most proud of that you guys have on tap? Quick, a, a quick story about how we how, how we were named. Uh, I was home brewing uh, with someone that uh, loved hoppy beers, only loved or only liked IPAs. And when he tasted a couple of beers that I that I did, and he wanted, to, he said one day, hey, can, "Can I come over and help you brew?" And I told him. Uh, you, I'm not going to be a one-trick pony brewing you IPAs all the time, which I I may have told you this story last time you were here. If you haven't heard it, it's okay. I, well, I'm going to listen to it again. Uh, and so I said uh, again, you politely, but I'm not going to be a one-trick pony. And about a year and a half later of of just stepping up home brews, um, and those home brews for the most part they've evolved into our everyday beers that are that are always on tap right now. So. Uh, it was a pithy throwaway line. That's how the brewery was named. And we uh, still have on tap all the time Stormcat, which is an, uh, an amber IPA, uh, uh, very, very heavy in mosaic hops, a little bit of sweetness from, from, our, uh, from the caramel malts, uh, a bit of, it kind of uh, reminds me of uh, kind of orange peel um, in, in, in the flavor in the back. Uh, is uh, Warlander was another big seller. That's that's probably the second biggest uh, or second largest seller that we have. And Warlander is the hop bomb that um, the malty hop bomb that I always um, enjoyed before realizing that I like big bold beers. Uh, but we're not we're not just one trick pony about only brewing IPAs because that was again the the reason for the the polite f- you yeah the polite. F- off. Um, pretty proud of our Belgian beers and Belgian beers. We have uh, Permesha on tap, which is a Belgian triple. It's a combination of three different Belgian yeasts. Let's talk about this one right here. Let's talk about this. This is your Warlander. This is, you told me this was a triple IPA. So I'm a big IPA drinker from back when the IPA craze was really getting going right around the early 2000s, late 90s out in California. I was doing radio. So like my love of IPAs really is rooted in those those West Coast ones. And when you said triple hop, I was like, all right, this could be really brutal or it could be something that's right up my alley. It's right up my alley because like you triple hop this and it doesn't feel like I'm going to die. It's not like overly bitter. It's not, it's, then again, I really like bitter beers, but I mean, like, it's not something where I'm, t- I'm drinking it and I'm thinking to myself, like, they, they didn't, they didn't add the taste in. They just went crazy on the hops and there's no taste. This has a lot of taste to it. This is a really good beer. Thank you. Um, so th- uh, the way this beer came about was probably around 20, oh, God, 2010. Um, I stopped after work uh, back in those days, to, uh, had a day job. Uh, still do, but back in those days, stopped at a bar right outside the day job. A beer called Hop Slam was on tap, and it, it had just it had just gone on tap that night. And I 
I knew that I had to catch a train at 7.45. I got to Casey's, 7.15, had one of those, and very quickly I got my second, and the next thing I know, I'm figuring 8.45. I'm going to catch the 845 train. <laughs> and had, You're reasoning with yourself. I had one more and then uh, you know, struck up a conversation. And next thing I know, 945, what is this beer? I had never had it before. And as it turns out, uh, it's a beer that is brewed out of state, but it's got, a, it's got an enormous following. At the time, I didn't, I didn't know it, um, but I knew that I liked what it brought to the table in terms of a lot of a lot of hops, but a lot of malt, and that malt really supports the hops. A lot of mouthfeel, a, a little bit of warmth as it's going, you know, as it's going down. A very approachable double IPA, but I knew that I didn't want to do the same beer, and so I figured out, you know, how else can we possibly do this beer, or how else can I how else can I brew it at home? And uh, so the magic that that we use uh, brown sugar. I, I think if, if we didn't use the brown sugar, you'd almost have a, um, a a beer that's too hop heavy. Great taste to it, and you're able to support those hops, and it's awesome. And and what you just mentioned there about going into a place, trying something, going, oh wow, that's neat, striking up a conversation. I think a lot of people that's a that's a lost art. Missing two trains. Right. Um, but. That's what you get when you walk into One Trick Pony. That's that's my that's my synopsis of this place. Yes. You see it, you stop in, yes. you go, I'm gonna come into One Trick Pony, I'm gonna come in here, I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna check out the ambiance of this place, and I'm gonna be like, oh, look, every, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool, I'm gonna try this beer, I'm gonna get into a conversation with a stranger, and I, instead of being here for an hour, I'm gonna be here for four hours. That's I think that's the best way to describe your brewery. I've heard more than once that Yes, honey, I'm on my way. <laughs> Heard it today. We are at 17851 Chappelle Avenue, Lansing, Illinois, 60438. If you've never been to One Trick Pony, don't miss the opportunity to see the original location. Because as I said when we started talking here, this is kind of a cool find. Like this is like if you like to hunt down cool spots, you know, especially on the south side of Chicago, this is a cool find in Lansing. Mark Coco, uh, you got to get the One Trick Pony, folks. Uh, check it out. Southside Pod highly recommends this place. Really great beers, really great atmosphere, and I can't wait to see the new place that you're opening up. And thanks so much for for sharing this one because this this sucker was good. Beer's empty. Uh, round two. <laughs> Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod. Join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod, about the Southside Pod, all things about the neighborhood we live in, all things about the places that we go. It's the best side of Chicago, the Southside Pod. But but to that uh, uh, to that point, um, and you'll edit this out because I'm rambling at this point. I <laughs> know where I no idea where I'm going. Editing? We don't do any editing. I don't know what you're talking about. Son of a! <laughs> we're, we are live. We are live on uh, on CNN and, and <laughs> WGN around the world.